Hey, welcome into episode 127 of Living Off the Land. This is Ryan. Thanks for tuning in. Tonight, Jimmy's going to get us caught up. We're going to go right on into our top five. We're going to look at a little bit of nostalgia from the 90s. Some of us were not terribly familiar with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and what was it, Back to the Future and all kinds of other 90s nostalgia. So we are going to go ahead and talk about our top five shows from the 90s. Get on caught up there. And then we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Indians clinching the playoff berth. We're going to talk about the Browns playing the football team. And then we are going to drink something delicious from Masthead Brewing Company. Here we go. Beer of the Week. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Welcome in episode 127 of Living Off the Land. This is Ryan. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. How we doing tonight, guys? Hey. Oh man, yeah. That we're, is. We're that doing. is a double idea. Oh, we're punching tonight. <laughs> Let's go, mother of Lysol. <laughs> that is everything I was hoping for. That is straight pine tree. This is an aggressive IPA, everybody. Uh, I have a feeling I'm just gonna pound this thing because. I, this is like this is almost too much IPA for me. This, wow! Th- so we are drinking Whatever, from Masthead Brewing Company. Witness me. It is a double India Pale Ale, <laughs> a Deepa, if you will. It is so everybody knows this is my favorite brewery in the Cleveland area. This is spectacular. Um, this is not a hazy IPA. This no, is not what no. we've been drinking a lot of lately. This is so if you're. Uh, not terribly into the IPA game. If you're new to it, this is not uh, your go-to beer. Full disclosure, this is not a training wheels beer. This is – I have a good feeling. I'm excited to go around and get everybody's input on this one. I may be alone in liking this. No, I think oh, he's no. going to like it. Oh, my – okay. I uh, think Jordan's going to like there it. We'll get, we'll get to me in a second. I can speak for myself. It is definitely – I said I thought you were going to like it. <laughs> My thoughts. <laughs> and I tell you what, if they do, if anybody does pound this, this episode is going to get exciting fast because this sucker is eight percent alcohol. Well, ninety IBUs. We all know how I was feeling last week. That was quality. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Hey. So this can. Uh, I'll let uh, I'll let Jimmy talk about the can, but on the back here, it's got a hello little homage. What's up? What we got? <laughs> I thought it was just going to say hello, friends. It did not. <laughs> We've got. Uh, what do we put it in here? your mouth, Jordan. Put, put it in there. You gotta get up in that microphone. Okay, all right. Jeez. Sorry. It's got a little homage to uh, Mad <laughs> to Mad Max. <laughs> Talking about uh, your war rig is full of guzzoline. Oh. And you're already stopped at Bullet Farm. No one enters Valhalla without being made shiny and chrome, and that is why this can is Witness me! Super shiny and chrome, yes. <laughs> that is which is the name you of the beer. Exclaim. Oh, there we go. We're getting okay. I like this now. We've got. Did you read the little thing in the back? I was just reading. That's that's what he was reading. Yeah, he he read a part part of it, and then I picked it up because I just wanted to yell, "Witness me!" What kind of weak sauce is that, guys? We need a full reading of this. Full reading. We got Amarillo, Idaho Seven, and Mosaic Hops. 
I, you know, I like it. This again, this is not one that you have many of. This is not one that you maybe even have all that often. Yeah, Ryan's or had to suffer. Ryan's had to of. suffer through a lot of pumpkin beers and Oktoberfests the last uh, several weeks. And uh, judging by a uh, little foreshadowing, it may be a lot of pumpkin beers and Oktoberfest next week. So. Uh, if it's your week this week, and you're going to make Took sure you made full contact. Advantage. Yeah. Take full advantage. So let's go around the room. Or actually, no, let's start with John. I want to hear about the can a little bit. Let's talk about the can. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I think you're going to be surprised. You caught him off guard. I'm not a big fan of the can. Ooh. No. I love the logo. Boo. Love the logo, as always. Oh. Wow. I like the chrome idea of it. There's just too much going on. There's just a lot of writing on the back. The, like, hops watermarks. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the watermarks. And I think if it didn't have as many watermarks, it would look a little cooler. It's just, like, solid chrome. Maybe, like, even a darker chrome. I don't know. Not a big watermark guy? Not a big watermark guy. It's cheap. But uh, just kidding. Love you, Masshead. Uh, sponsor <clears throat> us sometime soon. Uh, we'll, be in, we'll be in touch. Good save. Well, wait. What do you think of the beer? Oh, yeah, the beer. That's important. Dummy. Are we doing that now? I'll <laughs> Let's go do first. it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so before the episode, you said you didn't think I would like it? Correct. I love it. Wow. wow. I think All it's right. so good. Hey. Let me a guy. strong IPA. This guy's loving this. 8%. This is a strong double IPA. Kind of tastes like Lysol a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> why I love you, it. Why do you know way. what that tastes like is a better question. Because the taste is, the, it tastes like the smell of Lysol. You're asking too many questions. That's a good point. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. I don't know, pine saw, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Also, ice. also, you've never like playing playing in the yard or anything. You've never like accidentally gotten a pine needle in your mouth and chopped. Oh, it on it? okay. I didn't know where we were going there. This is like the that gin probably, of beer. Yes. This is like if, if if gin was a beer. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like this. Yeah. No, I don't think. You know what? Had then it, then it needs a little. Then the gin needs a little juice and make it a double hazy IPA. I see oh. what you Yours, you don't think you've had a, a look how far before? we've come? Uh, no, I don't think so. This Just might be the first. Look how far nice. we've come. But, um, what the? <laughs> should we wait on scores or should I get mine now? Let's get it. Uh, yeah, you, you can get, get it. Yeah, you go ahead and start rather than going around the room twice. Yeah, yeah. um, <coughs> god, I feel like mine are always the same. Um, I'm gonna have to say 6.8. Okay. That's Fair. pretty low for you. And we're going to get into that here in a minute when we come back around and the room he and said, get back and, to me. And he says that he, he said that he really liked it too. I think the right. I think the the disdain for the can is clouding his judgment. You got that right. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a full encompassing score from Jimmy. Very uh what's that word? All encompassing or yeah. uh, inclusive yes. score. It's all right. It's, it's all inclusive. There you go. Jordan, how do you feel about the beer? All you right. know what that means. So uh, do you guys know what the references are first of all? Yeah, from Mad oh, Max. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, have you seen Fury Road? Fury Road. Yeah. Oh, man. First of all. Is it Furious? It is. I think it's one of the few movies I've actually that, only seen parts that, of that It movie. just never stops. Like, it doesn't stop. And when it does stop, like, you almost want it to. Like, you're like, okay, good. <laughs> you're like, catch yeah. your breath. Like, no, I don't, have to, I don't <laughs> have to watch another car blow up <laughs> or some dude spray chrome in his mouth. Um, Yikes. I love this beer. It's rough. Like this is not a beginner beer. I wouldn't hand this to your, you know, twenty-one-year-old <laughs> or me eighteen or months ago. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't be like, here you go, have fun with it. They probably won't even finish it, honestly. Yeah. Like, and especially if you have someone who doesn't like IPAs, like even Dan, oh, gosh, like recently, yeah. like he, you know, he would have never liked this. But uh, personally, I love it. I've always loved intense, strong IPAs. 
um it is kind of like a almost like a gin vibe um but it's more here let me take another sip well asmr see there it is a little lip smacking <laughs> Ooh, going on because that's what you want to hear remember, on podcast is lip smacking only fan living off the land <laughs> slash only fans uh never <laughs> um it's very piney. It's very, um, man, I can't quite place what, well, citrus. It's like bitter grapefruit. Yeah. Like bitter grape. And I'm not saying this is a yeah. negative. I'm just saying that's like what I'm tasting. I would love this beer. You know what I would like this beer? So you go to a party and you bring a little four pack and you hand these out to the, the people that you know like this type of beer and you all start the night off with an 8% tall boy. That's that's how I would use this beer. Like I don't even know if I'd want to drink this if I'm just home alone or anything. Like this is something I'd want to drink with other people. Like it packs a punch. This is like a beginning of quarantine beer when you're sad and not so mm-hmm. sure about the future. That you too. drink a couple yeah. of these or that. Yeah, yeah. And I disagree. I would I would drink two of these. I would I would definitely drink two of these. <laughs> <clears throat> I like it. Um, ratings. Yeah. What are we doing? I. It's it's very good for what it is, but it's not exactly something that I could just you know repeat drink. I I'm gonna give it a seven point one. I like it, but it's not like something that you know it's it's I've had this before, but it's good for what it is. It's good. Yeah, I'm literally about to blow your guys' minds. I freaking love this. Oh, look at that! Wow, what's wow? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm legitimately, you know, your transformation. I... Pick <laughs> yourselves up off the floor, ladies and gentlemen. This is <laughs> hey, fan. Round of applause for fans. Yeah, actually, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let, right, can, you, if y'all have been listening to us from the beginning, you can literally hear this guy whine and complain about <laughs> oh, IPAs. And then now he's like, oh, this crazy double IPA that tastes like kerosene. Yes, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the good. greatest. That's good. So, I'm, uh, yeah. I, admittedly, I am quite shocked by yeah. that. I, I, okay, I'll admit the first, like, when you first sip it, it's like, holy mother of. It's abrasive. Uh, Pete. Um, but, but I was, I, I don't know. Um, but as you start drinking it and your palate kind of uh, develops, I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, I refer to I our friend so. John Paso for that. I think so. Um, this is like I actually find this like incredibly drinkable. Like yeah. I feel like yeah. like like aside from it being eight percent, and if I do drink like three of mm. these sixteen oh, ounce cans, like be I'd be on the floor. Rolling. Like I feel rolling, like rolling, I feel like rolling. I could very easily drink three cans of these and like be like yeah. Um, so I'm actually gonna go. Who boy. I'm going to go 8.2. Wow. Is that the highest score we've had since we've been ranking beers? Uh, it is not. No. Wait, what was higher? Uh, I will sure. get into that here in just Tell a second. Hey, now. If, if y'all are wondering, we are now tracking our beer scores. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a little, little new wrinkle to LOTL. You know, it's one of those things where it was so obvious that we missed it. <laughs> I, get, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, right. Uh, again, I mentioned this uh, last week or the week before. I can't remember, but a couple of my buddies were like, hey, are you keeping track of your, uh, no, we're just, your beer scores? And we're was just like, throwing them out there. No, we're really not. It was kind of an off-the-cuff thing. And so there we go. Here, you know, Kyle, Michael, again, thank you, my guys. We are now tracking. I Shout out. A couple episodes. I've got us caught up through 
August, which is kind of nice. So I got us this. Oh, week. oh. Nice. yeah, no awesome. shit. That's I got awesome. a, I went back wow. and I got a bunch in there, and I'll talk about that here in okay. a second. Cool. In terms of this beer, yeah, again, uh, it is a lot up front, and yet Five still, <laughs> nice. what? Is it? <laughs> yeah, still very drinkable. A lot up front. Enjoy it. <laughs> Come on, Jordan, get with it. <laughs> I'm trying to just like picture what that could mean. And just stop, just stop picturing it. <laughs> again, just the, be- the beer's very good. It's it's again bitter in the good ways. It's right. Not Wait, again. Me... It is it is strong, but not like literally kerosene. Yeah, dank. I'll, I'll use a dank is a good word. Yeah, for it. I'll, I'll use like a, I'll, I'll bring up our, our good friend uh, John Paso from a Starter and a Chaser podcast. Follow them. <laughs> no, um, sure, no, no. I I just oh. Like what you're about to say, I, I think it's incredibly well balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, ori- like I said, originally it's shock factor when you first take that first uh, gulp. Well, it's like you know, like when you when you're sipping on like a, a bourbon or if you're, yeah, you're sipping, you're yeah. not just taking shots, but you're like taking you're you're sipping on a, a glass yeah. of something, and that first one is kind of you're like you're, you kind of like clench your teeth and like yeah. make that like face a little bit, and then the next sip is a little bit easier, and then the third sip is even easier. Still, it is. It's kind of like and, coating your mouth. It is. I think it is I, kind and of. I think we would all agree. You don't. You while it is drink, it's oddly drinkable. This is not a beer you just pound. No, no, you should, you should not mess. You'll with be this. asleep in about an hour. Well, even besides that, like yeah, the not, end of this podcast is going to get spicy. Yeah, 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 it's good. The aftertaste is good too. Like everything about it, I just I love this beer. I kind of feel like I gave it a low score, but I'm going to stick with that just because. I, I guess, Once you yeah. give it, you no, give yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah no, sorry. Yeah, we want that real. Like we want your I, authentic I just, number. Just, you don't want to get talked into it. I, I think there's a beer that I could rank higher. I, you know what I think like, it if is. If we were to have this on the podcast in a few months, uh, I would probably rank it higher. I feel like you're thrown off by how much I liked it. That could be it. Almost yeah. like an endorsement of no, it. Like, you're I, like, holy crap, com- Dan really likes this? I think it's a combination of that and what Ryan said that when you, when I first tried, I was like, ooh, this is going to be a long yeah. you know, hour yeah. and a half. But then then now that I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, I could I could have two of these real fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely could. For sure. So that was great. And I think I'm going to go ahead and call that an 8.4. Oh, wow. That is, wow. He couldn't He couldn't be outdone. Yeah. I had he could to, not so, be outdone. My thing is this. <laughs> I have been, I'm looking at all the previous numbers. I have been the Russian judge up mm. until this point. Again, it's part, of it's, we, part of it's the style. So pumpkin beers. Right. It's been a lot of brown ales or <laughs> amber ales or pumpkin, you know, yeah, we've, not we've, my jam necessarily. Every single episode he said the same thing. This isn't what, <laughs> this isn't my jam. I'm trying to like appreciate the beer for the quality, even wow. though it might not be my style. Mm. But looking at previous scores, don't look. If you ha- if you've looked, if you, if you guys have it pulled up, yeah, don't, don't look at it right now. What would you guess is collectively our highest uh, rated beer? So <laughs> for some context, going back, we had Hazy Miss Daisy, Franz, Haunted Hayride, Spooky Tooth, The Ignite Oktoberfest, Haze Craft, Norden Hawk, and now Witness Me. Out of those collectively, so. What what do you think? What was our highest rated? Because what I have uh, is I've got a spreadsheet here where I've got our individual scores, and then I've also got. I, it I would. Have, I mean, I would have to go Spooky Tooth. I was gonna say I would. I would. My my mind would immediately go to Spooky Tooth. I feel like that's not it though. By a, by a long shot. Oh, it is. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. An yeah. average yeah. of yeah. eight point five five. Well, that's that's the greatest pumpkin beer in the world. Even I gave that one a uh, rating in the sevens. I mean, it's mm-hmm. almost. I, I mean, it's you know. It's, oh, I gave I gave that one in the no, sevens. No, but you know, but for, given wait, my, what did I rank that? You I'm gave it. Kidding. You gave it a nine five. You're probably the oh, reason okay. it got that high. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> yeah. literally one of my favorite. We beers should I've toss you and me out. Because we were the lowest and highest. We were the high and low. Yeah. Fair enough. And so, actually, and now in second place. 
is witness me. This Very is, nice. This is all our right. Second, and second I was highest. like the lower end of all that. No, <laughs> I'm also keeping track of would we buy it again? Is it fair to say based on those scores that at least Dan and I would definitely buy it again? Would you buy it again? I'll yeah, buy it I again. definitely would. I'm I, actually, I actually, you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to bring this bringing this to a party. There we go. And I actually I actually disagree with Jordan when he said like I I this isn't a beer that you would like drink alone like if you're at oh home. okay okay I actually would. Would I drink? Would I? Would I drink a, a bunch of them? No. No. You know what? Again, this is all based off of me rushing judgment. I could totally see myself pouring this in a glass and like going on a porch in this weather right now, yeah. especially and sipping on it. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, speaking of which, dude, how fantastic oh, is the weather? Perfect. Oh my god. I, I would. I would do this uh, nine months out of the year. Side note: uh, I'm looking on the website right here. You can get a 13 ounce uh, snifter, or whatever, however they pronounce it. Sniffer. Sniff. I, I snifter. Whatever. I don't know. Snifter. Sniffer. Whatever. Je- uh, for six bucks, that's a really good price for mm-hmm. a beer like this. For Usually, this would be like an eight dollar beer yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. The other thing I'm doing all right, with them right, right. horns, baby. There we go. The other thing Stop that I was it. doing with this list is comparing against Beer Advocate and Untapped. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be kind of cool. You know, we go around, we enjoy beer. We are definitely anything but experts. We've clearly established that. We just know what we like. We like drinking beer. But I thought it would be kind of cool to go in and see, like, what do other beer drinkers think about this beer, both in terms of, like, like the casual beer fan, which in my mind is more of what Untapped is, versus Beer Advocate, which is more, I feel like, I don't know if professional is the way to say it, but it feels a little bit more, um, like, reputable in that sense. And sure, so comparing sure. some of our scores against uh, the others out there, in I think – Across the board, both of those other sites, Beer Advocate and Untapped, also had, of the beers that we have been drinking so far, have Spooky Tooth as one of the highest rated. Um, yeah, I mean, right. it's it's best of the best. I mean, Spooky Tooth is just... Spooky just, Tooth is a beer that you can you can give to a, a non-pumpkin beer person, and they'll, they'll yeah. maybe consider liking it. <laughs> now, would that be... Considered your favorite Fathead's beer or no? No, no, my favorite's probably uh, Hop Juju is yeah, my hop, favorite. I would say Hop Juju would say, is literally like like you know people say like marijuana is a gateway drug. <laughs> hop Juju was my gateway beer into the IPA world, and I know it's it's Quite like it's like an imperial IPA. It's not even hazy, and hazy it's, is my beer of choice. Now. Yeah, but Hop Juju is like well, I it's mean, like this. It's like this, but it's it's it's, it's the same style. Uh, there's, I mean, there's technically yeah, an imperial double. It yeah, just hop, hop juju's way it has more flavors and like yeah there's more way more yeah and and i'll tell you what a close second from fatheads that is they just released is groovy juice i think groovy juice is fantastic Delicious. yeah i'm a fan of uh, i'm still a big fan of headhunter especially yeah, when I mean, you yeah. when you go there man i could put down so many of those headhunters they're just so good especially when you pair with like jordan a loves to pound them when you pair we pair with like a burger or something <laughs> like it's so good um all right did you have anything else you uh, wanted to go by? The only thing I was going to say about the we're gonna what we'll do is we'll periodically share this beer list. I think it'd be kind of cool to share yeah. this oh, with folks. Oh, definitely. Uh, a good, another good buddy of mine, Anthony, uh, was asking, "Hey, are you guys are you going to share this list? Would it would be kind of cool?" So, well, I think I think each week we should just uh, tweet out our scores. I think that's you took the the thought right out of my head. I was thinking yeah. it'd be cool to either you know you along the with there we go post our uh, our photo for beer of the week along with how we scored it did you and have a thought jimmy you're you're not have a great we have a lot of ideas over here oh there we go hey now so be on the lookout. if you guys haven't noticed we're getting hip and 
uh, regular on the social medias. <laughs> we're working on it. I don't know. Hip social and regular kind of sounds like, yeah. Which, I don't by know. the way, we're close. I've been doing some work on Twitter in the past couple of days. We're closing in on 500 followers. So if you that don't follow us. That was my goal us, by the end of 2020. If you don't follow us on uh, Twitter, uh, go find Why us. Why not? At, number one. Yeah, exactly. If you're a Browns fan and you don't follow us, especially now that Ryan is uh, live tweeting during the games, uh, I mean, your your eggplant tweet for Nick Chubb <laughs> is is absolute. Go- it's electric. I am not gonna use his name the rest of this season. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be Nicholas Eggplant for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. That's <be laughs> all we're doing. <laughs> Nothing but the eggplant emoji. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. You're welcome, Nicholas, everybody. Nicholas Eggplant. <laughs> Oh, so, that's yeah. got to be our most in-depth beer of the week. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know I, if you've ever spent I think it's fantastic because it's stuff. more structure, and I, I like it because Same. I'll tell you what. Uh, we get more comments about not only from like the actual breweries themselves, but from people who uh, listen to our show. And, and it's probably because it's the first segment we do every week. So, right. you know, not everybody's listening to an hour-and-a-half-long podcast. So, you know, whatever is usually last for us, nobody ever listens to, right. which – which shout out to the shout outs, still love you, but you're at, you're at, you're at, you're the caboose. Well, so that led me into my last thought about beer, and then we can move this thing along. So I thought it would be really cool. We have been going through bringing beer of the week for a while now. When we were doing the quarantine remote episodes, we were each getting our own. We were tearing yeah. through beers. Oh yeah. And so my thought would be really cool. <laughs> uh, a, a good crazy. friend of mine, Rebecca was messaging me about hey I want shout to out you, yeah big shout out was messaging me about like hey i think it'd be really cool uh i'd love to like recommend a beer or, or buy you guys a beer to review for the week yeah. and so if anybody out there is listening if there's a beer that you absolutely love that you think like these guys absolutely have to drink or if there's a style that you know for me you know i'm always going on about how i don't care for the the pumpkins or the brown ales or whatever and there's one that you know that you love that you think might convert me by all means make some recommendations shoot us a message uh, if you feel inclined, ask for our Venmo uh, handles, and we'll, if you want right. a treat for the week, by all oh, means, yeah. we're not going to turn you away from uh, that. Side note: We'll get into it a little bit later, but the Indians just clinched the playoff spot. Hey, oh, the there win we go. over the White Sox. Hey, you cheers, you! Cheers! You can't see it, and it's a not can, you, so you can't hear it clink. But we just cheers. Jimmy, not you, Jordan. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we'll get if, into that. Yeah, if there's any beer uh, that anybody out there thinks will be really cool for us to try, if there's something unique or whatever, give us a shout, tweet at us, uh, comment on Instagram, do your thing. Yeah, we and if you hear don't want to buy it for us, that's totally fine. Yeah, Just no, that know, you don't need like, to do that. I'll, yeah. I'll be happy to go pick it. We, we're going to buy them anyway. We're always we looking for ideas. For that, sure, so. and if you're one of those breweries out there and you want to sponsor the Beer of the Week or yeah. Beer of the Month, let's say you've got a bunch of new Ooh. beers coming out and you want us to... Do every single one. We'll do a whole a whole brewery for a month. See what you did there for for some credits, but you know, you know. Hey, Here we go. let's uh let's do a little business. <laughs> All right, anyway. that's it. All Beer right. of the week handled. Let's do it. Time and to get caught now up. Let's let's do the catch up. All right, boys. Here we go. Uh, so I'm not going to take credit for this one. This is no breaking news brought to you by me. Dan sent me this. Oh, dude. I didn't send either of you guys this. Or I think I didn't. This, If you guys haven't seen this, this is awesome. So, okay. <laughs> do we remember the indoor professional soccer league team, Crunch? Oh. I don't. I've heard about it. Don't them. tell don't me it's happening. Them. The Crunch are back. Stop it. I, I'm 33 years old. I'm going to apply to be a Crunch kid again. 
<laughs> that is awesome. Okay. That is Shut awesome. Up, no, dude. Shut up, the Cleveland Crunch. So what a name. Wait, 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 wait. So was this this yeah. must have been before hit, I came hit, to Cleveland. Hit me with I've oh heard, yeah. So, I've always heard about them, but like I don't so, I don't know So what in the nineties, in the in the middle of the Cleveland professional sports title drought, the Cleveland Crunch won back to back to back. I think it's the M I S L Championships, mm-hmm. major indoor soccer league or something okay. like that. And uh uh spotlighted by star Hector Marinero and uh, fantastic goalkeeper Otto Orff. Otto Orff, he was my guy. I mean, okay. two legends of the game. That is indoor professional soccer. Wow! So this was a big. Where did they play? They played at uh, the Convocation Center, CSU. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think is that correct? I think I, don't I recall. I believe so. Was, they didn't. I know they didn't play like Gundam. They Rainer didn't play the gun or at Richfield Coliseum. I think it was at the Convocation Center. Might be right. They got like 400 people to go come watch them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it sounds. I like was a crunch kid, and they used to be called the Cleveland Force. It was the Force, then it was the Crunch, and I believe did it go back to the Force? I don't think so. But I, I, don't, I don't know that when, when they were like winning titles and everything, and all the rest of Cleveland sports were just god awful. Yeah, like I think they. I don't remember which years, but they. I know they won their titles in the 90s, and I want to say it was when the Browns were gone, but I could be wrong on that. It might be the early. Early nineties, um, but yeah, that's fantastic. And so, uh, shout out Brett Hoyer. He actually uh, messaged me, and he he said their logo uh, kind of looks like the L O. Their new logo kind of looks like the L O T L logo. So we might have to uh, have a little discussion about uh, copyright laws and Uh-oh. and all that stuff. So coming. Shout out him. to the Crunch. Uh, if anybody's listening out there is related to the Crunch, you want to come on and promote um, you guys coming back. Reach out to us, and uh, we'd love to have you on and talk to talk some uh, crunch soccer. And uh, I mean, the last time I went to a crunch game, I was a kid, but like indoor soccer is so exciting to watch. I mean, it's fun to play. It, it's yeah, indoor soccer is so strange because it's such a different vibe than like regular soccer, <laughs> but it's also something that I don't know. It's more. It's more palatable for like the average. Like if you want to it's, play it's more. It. It's more what? Wait, do that. Do that one again. Nope. Palatable. <laughs> Platypus. May have used that word wrong. Pal- I don't, no, no. Palatable. 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 Wow. It's, it's it's this beer. What can I say? <laughs> uh, yeah. Did I uh, did I get a journalism degree? I don't know. <laughs> well done. Was I uh, trusted to edit? Was I trusted to edit uh, and fix grammar errors in newspapers at one time? I don't know. Well, I mean, you can spell them. You just <laughs> can't pronounce them. There we go. Anyhow. I am I am so jacked about the crunch coming back. Yeah. We'll just go with that. Jimmy was like, I think, like maybe two years old when they left. But When like, did they leave? Like, two th- like when did the crunch like stop? Maybe, or maybe it's a little bit later. But you have no recollection of the crunch, right? Literally no idea until yeah. you sent me this. I was a, yeah, I was I was a crunch. Were you a crunch kid? I think so. Yeah. I remember I went a couple of times like with the Cub Scouts. Yeah. I was a kid. Like crunch I went... kids, like we we would go on the field before the game and we'd like practice or whatever, and we get to like sit like right by the oh yeah, right by the, that the like stand, a lot of fun. right by Especially where the team you, you, you you were always been a soccer guy. Oh yeah, dude, crunch kid was so much fun being a crunch kid. Um, but yeah, that's so cool. That had to be in the. I saw that and I'm like, Jimmy, this has to be in. The, I don't care what you have, this has to be in the catch up. 
Looks like we got to go to a game, gentlemen. Yes, dude. We need. To, I'll go. You know what? We need to reach out to the crunch and we 100%. need to like live record during a crunch game. Like we'll fun. just sit in the stands, like and just record. Like ah, they scored. <laughs> That'd be you awesome. Know, like and and play the. <laughs> Maybe we could sponsor like a first goal or something. And that crunch goal was brought to you by Living Off the Land. Sorry, sorry. we're worried about getting sponsorships, not sponsoring people. I don't know where you think you have the money to sponsor something. Where is that? I don't have the money to sponsor something right now. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) All right, moving on. So, and. Other good news. I, I, I finished my beer, by the way. Yeah, this episode's going to take oh, a quick right turn. Boy. Uh, or left turn. Uh, Mayor Frank Jackson reported Boo. Nine, <laughs> nine new COVID cases, which marks the fewest new daily cases since mid-June. So that's pretty big news, I'd yeah. like to say. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you that, and uh, or I'll tell you what. Um, the state of Ohio actually only reported about 600 cases today, which is like, I mean, we had been... We had been kind of steadying out at like 1,200, 1,300 for that because I keep track of it like every day. Like I look at it like earlier in the pandemic. I was like, oh, my God, we had like so many cases. But now it's like, OK, I look at it. I see like there's not a big spike. OK, you know, we're all right, whatever, because, you know, it, the, COVID is something we're just going to have to live with now. It's you know, it's not. Mm. It's not going away. It's gonna, even, it, even when we get a vaccine, it's not going away. It's like, going to be like the new flu. Like there's, there, yeah, there's a flu shot. The, the flu, mm. we get in it. Like it comes every year. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's certainly encouraging. I mean, we'll see how, how it progresses the, the next few days, if it stays the same or if it goes back up to around 1,000. But I know for Ohio, it's around 600. Yeah, I mean, who know? I know Strongsville City Schools went back yesterday. So more and more schools are starting to go back. So who knows what that does with the – yeah. numbers but um it's a positive light and i have a i have a covid 19 take uh during our nfl segment a little bit later i'm about to lay the smacketh down on All the right. nfl well let's keep going then so we can get I there think i know what it is last I but not least i agree this is not that great but uh jordan might think something of it we can have a little conversation All like right. we did last week All right. so 63 bed bath and beyond stores closed na- nationwide four in ohio I was like, is the one in Strongsville gone? I just Wait. want to know. But it's not. There's Hop Pickerington, Beaver Creek, Columbus, and Holland. So I don't know. So there's really no tie to Cleveland, but I just kind of want to get everybody's opinion. Is the whole like brick and mortar stores, like the Best Buys oh, and gosh, the yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond, yeah. the Targets, are those just going to go away eventually? Well, or is I, this the I, beginning of it? I remember when I was in Best Buy, this was around 2013, 2014. They were terrified. Like they were openly admitting that we don't know what to do about Amazon. We don't know what to do about like even like Walmart's, you know, online store that they had at the time or something. Now, since then, Best Buy has really produced quite the online experience and I think they seem to be doing okay. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm not surprised a store like Bed Bath and Beyond. First of all, Wayfair is where most people are buying all that type of stuff, anyways. Oh like, yeah, and um, and and even just like Facebook Marketplace. Like I don't know, I have no evidence if that or things like that are affecting Bed Bath and Beyond. But I would imagine for a lot of people, before you walk into Bed Bath and Beyond and buy a you know two hundred dollar end table, you're probably going to see what's available in your local community first. Oh sure. But yeah, I think it's. Whew. 
so there's the one aspect I've always thought about, like the brick and mortar. You can go touch it and feel it in person. You can you can talk to someone who might be knowledgeable. That experience can never be replicated in the online shopping experience. Personally, I hate online shopping, and I prefer, um, unless I know what I'm, I want to buy, and I know there's a store that has it cheaper online. I prefer to go in person. I think that alone might keep it you know, going. However, I think you're going to see more like more stores fusing together. Like I, I don't know if specialty stores like Bed Bath & Beyond are going to exist much longer. I mean, it sounds like they're already going under, but you might find those products available in just like Walmart or Target or, or even Home Depot to a certain degree. So stores like that might still push forward, especially Walmart. Now they're, they're debuting like their own Amazon Prime competitor thing, and I'm sure it's going to do just fine. But yeah, but specialty brick and mortar stores are definitely in a bad spot. It's, the pandemic's definitely not helping because uh, people aren't spending as much on like, oh, let me get a new bed set, like or whatever. Like that's just not a thing people think about. I don't know, but I'm not like an expert in any of that stuff. But I do remember when I was at Best Buy, that was that was a fear. Like we would tell people because there would be people that would come in to check phones. And be like, I just want to see how it felt. I'd be like, what do you mean you just want to see how oh, it felt? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's cheaper on Amazon. And I'd be like, well, come with me to the, come with me to my computer. Cause funny you mentioned that. Cause we're going to match you right now. And we would match them. Like that was our policy. We'd match, mm -hmm. it would have to be sold by actual Amazon and not some weird third, third party, party thing. Mm -hmm. But if it was actual Amazon was even as much, you know, five dollars cheaper we'd be like come with match, me we're yeah. gonna match you right now and so i don't know if they keep doing stuff like that they might compete and like i said best buys online store seems pretty solid but yeah i don't know that's 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 disappointing though that's so that's i was actually in best buy about a month or so ago looking for mic stuff and equipment stuff and it is beyond depressing in there they are it so is, out yeah. of inventory yeah they close like that a lot of stores corner. are like that right now yeah it's, marshall's it's just, have you been in a marshall's lately oh my mm -hmm. god it's half empty yeah. It's weird. I can imagine like TJ Maxx, probably the same. The same, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, a bummer. Not a great time with the pandemic, but it just seemed like it was inevitable that those type of stores go under. The world eventually. is changing right now. Uh, it's changing in front of our eyes, that's for sure. The only thought that I would have on any of that is, is, is it possible? So people being either out of a job or cut back on work, you know, in some capacity, that's not going to help spe anybody spending. Right. But if the pandemic could do anything for businesses. It could force them to step up their game in the online realm to possibly sure. compete with the Amazons or even the Walmart with their online thing or whatever. So I guess maybe if, a, if an organization, we saw it with craft beer, right? You know, before places that didn't used to do canning all of a sudden would rent canning, um, you know, <coughs> uh, equipment or they would collab with local other local breweries, things like that. You know, I guess ultimately it's not a great situation. Maybe this forces somebody to step up their online presence to compete with those big dogs, and that helps them keep afloat. Because I think ultimately you're right. I I agree with you. I don't. I'm not crazy about online shopping. More often than not, I want to see it or yeah. clothing in particular. Yeah. I want to try stuff. But you know, it's the way the future. Well, and and it's, you know, it's the, you know, it's the way things with, are going with me too. Like I'm so cynical of reviews. Like. I, I, like you go online and and like you, you look up the reviews on some like let's pick something a shoe right 
you you know there's a, half of the accounts reviewing this are fake half of the account you'll have one star rate like it'll be like a lebron the new lebron shoe one star rating this was a garbage shoe it hurt my sure. come on sure and then you'll have like five star the most comfortable shoe i've ever felt in my life it's like okay may, maybe that's true but maybe it's not but it's like you know that there's so much phoniness with that kind of stuff so like that's why i like to go in person because like even when i've also worked at dicks uh sporting goods and one <laughs> cool thing is we got to try on all the shoes and we would literally be able to tell people like i'm t i'm telling you don't buy the shoe if yeah. if you have a body type like X. For instance, LeBrons are made for big, heavier, taller dudes or girls. And I'd be like these skinny dudes coming up. I'd be like, I don't know, man. Like I'm it's just gonna be it's gonna be clunky. Like I know you yeah. want the LeBrons, but how about you get the KDs or how about you get the whatever or the Kyries? The Kyries are a great one mm -hmm. for like middle of the road bodies Kobe's, because Kobe's, yeah. Like but like, you know, that kind of stuff, like that's an experience you can't get unless you do deep research online. And even then you might be lied to. I don't yeah. know. It's just I don't trust online. I'll reviews. tell you one thing, and I'm gonna kind of uh, tie this with a bow back to like a Cleveland aspect. I like we talk about the the online aspect. I feel so terrible for um, mom and pop shops, especially in Cleveland, that have essentially just oh, had, just absolutely, had to, especially in Lakewood and like West Park oh, and yeah, all just, that. Yeah, it's so like it's there's nothing we can do about it, but it's just like it's so sad. Like all of these stores and stuff that have had to like basically just board up shop and just you know it's just sad because Ooh. now we can but but now most of these places have closed cuz it's like yeah most of those places you know rely on month to month uh income in order to uh you know keep themselves afloat like they can't go like they can't have like a couple month stretch where they have really bad sales like they'll go out of business so that's i mean i just feel so bad for and i don't have like specific examples off the top of my head but i know that are those out there that have just had to just board up shopping and, and close because they they just can't make ends meet because for for like two or three months there like we essentially weren't allowed out of our houses yeah well here's something i could drop now unless this is already on your radar i'm just gonna say this is frozen yogurt in your uh oh Menchie's? ketchup? No, he's okay. He's done. That was the last topic. Okay, so I'll drop this now because this makes the most sense. So Menchie's be a um, great guess if it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I, I don't know. I, I How just, the no, hell did you know? <laughs> Menchie's, which seven of the stores in the area were owned by Stark Enterprises for as franchises, they're shutting all of Stark Enterprises. Menchie's are shutting down. So set, there's seven of them, and they are from here to Erie, I guess. But it's Wait, like Menchie's is Stark. They own seven franchises. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't not nationwide. I don't know how that works, but right. but the the ones at Stark Enterprises and for those that don't know, that's a local company. I'm not being funny. Right. Like this. <laughs> I know Avengers or whatever. Well, they, I mean, they have a lot of the contracts with the buildings yeah. downtown. Yeah. So they own seven of them, and they're shutting all of them down. And it's just yeah. COVID. They're like, just we don't have the business anymore. Yeah. Sucks. One in Crocker, right? Yeah, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move right along here. And so last week, I, I got to get this off my chest. I, it it's still number one. It bothers me, and number two, I'm befuddled by the fact that none of you clowns have have seen Back to the Future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
And shout out to Ryan's friend, Rebecca Thomas, who you'll see on our Instagram. We're going to post it. Uh, a little text conversation that that uh, she had with Ryan. Uh, scolding him for not seeing that movie. I, we Very need to upset have, with me. We need to have an LTL watch party. I, would, I, would, I would do that. I would 100%. There are 100%. so many pop culture references yeah. from that movie. And just like... It's, the 80s soundtrack that comes along with that movie and the quotes and, it, you know, it's Michael J. Fox and um, it's just, it, it, man, say what you want about two and three because it is a trilogy, but the first one is just so iconic and just a pop culture icon. Like, I'll give Jimmy a pass. He's like 22, 23. I've seen maybe half of it. Okay, so I've seen parts and of you've it. You've seen parts. I've seen, yeah, I've seen you've parts. Seen, you've seen I, I, parts. I know, like you gotta watch the Scott whole thing. Or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I know, see, I know there are so ma- and there are so many other ones. Yeah, yeah. And he's got to go like eighty miles an hour. I know he has like shoes. I know he has some. Shoes. That? Does he have to go like eighty-eight miles an hour or something? Uh, yeah. I know he had. Uh-huh. Some, right. He had some. I know shoes a thing that got made. One point twenty-one gigawatts. He had some shoes that were the made flux into capacitor. actual shoes. Yeah, the that, McFlys. Like, were really hot. For, oh yeah, like, a couple yeah. Weeks. Nike came out with those, the yeah. uh, the uh, Air McFlys or whatever. Yeah, and they're like yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, they're like really futuristic looking. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you guys. Hey, we'll watch it. Hey, all right. you have to. Yeah, it's I mean, on the list. I'm never. Anyway. Opposed, I love a good '80s '90s movie. Like so anyway, th- this brought up our uh, our top five this week, and uh, I want to see. Since you guys also, what was it, Fresh Prince, I think some of you mm-hmm. guys haven't seen. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I want to see what you guys have watched. So our top five this week is our top five favorite 90s uh, TV shows. They could be sitcoms. They could be com- just straight-up comedies. They could be dramas. They could be, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, cartoons, because cartoons were huge in the 90s. Um, but let's, uh, let's go around the room here and talk about our top five 90s TV shows. Who wants to start? I'll start. Oh, you want to start, Jimmy? I'll start. Uh, So I didn't watch a lot of stuff in the 90s, but some of the stuff is what I did watch in the 90s. And I've gone back since as an adult and watched some 90s stuff, especially movies. Not so much TV shows, but movies especially. Um, Number five for me is The Simpsons. I always get a laugh out of The Simpsons. I haven't watched any of the newer stuff since probably the last five years, but... I used to watch it pretty consistently up until then, and I just think it's funny. It it cracks me up. It's one of the original like. It wasn't. It wasn't so raunchy. It was. A, it pushed the edge a little bit, but it was. It was. It was. It was just a goofy cartoon for like adults. I Didn't guess. they predict Corona? No. The, I have a whole thing on the the prediction, the Simpsons predicting stuff. It's fake. It's not. People are misunderstanding <laughs> the impact that a TV show that's been running since the '80s. Like, they're going to throw stuff out there, and eventually some things are going to, quote-unquote, come true. But yeah. that's the one, the 10-second explanation of that phenomenon. Uh, number four is Arthur. Me and my sister used to watch it all the time. Um, yeah, it's a cute show or whatever. I love how, like, it's become a meme since then. And there's, like, people... That was with, the whole LeBron thing. Yeah. Yeah, with, with like, a fist. Like fist or yeah. But then people also dub over, like, clips of it with, like, new... Word and it's just oh, yeah. really, it's stupid. It's funny. Number three is the Magic School Bus. That's oh, yeah. just a classic. I love science as a kid, so I loved everything about that show. Um, I guess I'll watch the new remake, the live action remake. We'll see. I, it, I guess it could be cool. 
I like the actress. What's her name? I forgot her name. I have no idea. I didn't Ms. even know they're doing a yeah. As a pretty well-known actress, is playing Miss Frizzle, who I do think will play well. She's the lady in Stranger Things, Effie or whatever. Um, all right. I don't I'm know. drawing a blank. I have no idea. But it's Effie, about. the lady who plays Effie or Ellie. Elizabeth or Banks? Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. So it should be good. We'll see. But the, the, the original cartoon is amazing. Um, Elizabeth Banks and Stranger Things? Uh, did I say Stranger Things? I yeah. meant Hunger Games. My bad. Oh, God. Hunger Is she in Games. Hunger Games? Yeah, she's Effie. Effie Trinkle. Oh, she's okay. a weird lady. Oh, with the yeah. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Yeah, you did say Stranger Things, though. My bad. Wow. <laughs> Ignore me. All right, number two is Puzzle Place. Gladly. If you don't know what Puzzle Place is, you're a fake person. I don't know why. I have only met maybe one or two people who are of my age. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I also have no idea. Seriously? Puzzle Place? <laughs> so it's, Puzzle a PB, place. it's a PBS show. It was like, they were like... Um, so it was Magic School Bus. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. They were like puppets. And I kid you not, the Puzzle Place... Is, is that where those came from? Yeah. yeah I've yes, seen these kid. things everywhere. Yeah. The, oh. Are you showing them the, what they look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Puzzle Place is genius. The Puzzle Place was, first of all, a very well-made and well-written show. Literally never seen this before. But it yeah. also, like, taught really good life lessons in the least corny way possible that I've seen a, a kid's show do. Like, they tackle racism. They tackle, like... Um, issues with like you know bullying and it just you pick a topic that was hot in the 90s and they tackled it and I loved it me and my sister Heather just loved this show um, shout out we like had the whole episodes memorized we would sing the songs like I it's kind of weird to me how few people seem to know about it but I know it was popular at the time like I know that like they sold toys of it in stores I don't know why not many people I know were aware of it but it's a great show. Good kids show. Number one is Kratz Creatures. Uh, Chris and Martin Kratt uh, were my heroes as a kid because, again, I loved animals and I loved all that kind of stuff. So they would go to Africa and Asia and any continent. I have any watched country. this show. That was a great show. Great. Not movie. a lot, but. Uh, I had the biggest crush on the assistant, the little yours girl. Are, you're, you're, you're going with a lot of like educational. Yeah, type. that's really all I watched as a kid. Okay. Um, I forgot her name, but she was like their assistant, and she like worked in the like the headquarters. And I had the hugest crush on her. <laughs> Sometimes I think I watch the show just to look at her, but I also like Dan. Wow, possible. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Kratz Creatures number one. That's me crushing on what's her name. I'm gonna look it up. Miss Frizzle. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can go real quick. Um, so I am a 90s baby, not yep. a 90s kid. A That's dingo right. baby. A dingo ba- But yeah, they uh, kind of ran over in the early 2000s, which was my childhood. So I know a thing or two about wow. some 90s. Wow. Number five. What a good one. American Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a TV show. Wow. I oh, forgot about American Gladiator. Yeah. So I would watch that on like MTV2 or MTV. They would have reruns, obviously. Um and I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. And when like Wipeout came, I thought God, that was you're making like, me want to change my good. list now. And then American Gladiator, they like revamped it um, in like 2006, 2007. So that's number five. Phenomenal show. I need to watch some YouTube videos. Uh, number four, Boy Meets World. Of yep. course, that yep. ran from '93 to 2000. Yep. So was that net? No, not Netflix. It's on Hulu, right? Hulu? Uh, no, it's on Disney Plus. 
Yeah. Don't have it. it your sister does. It, it might, yeah, well, <laughs> you have it. You have it. It might still be on Hulu, though. <laughs> it might still be on does. Hulu. I'll steal it from her. There you go. She wants this damn table. <laughs> Don't say steal. Borrow. 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 Yeah. Uh, number three, Full House. I know we Negotiate. talked about it last week. Um, oh, yeah. I just have so many fond memories of me in elementary school, like Nick at night. It's like 8 or 9 right. o'clock. And I'm like, come on, can I just stay up for a little more, Mom and Dad? They're like, all right, fine. And Full House is on, just chilling there, yep. watching Uncle Jesse and uh, Joey Gladstone. Oh, God. The Cut best. it out. Cut. Quit it. I, I still do that. Oh, absolutely. Day, it's fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> Phenomenal. Number two, Seinfeld, a.k.a. the greatest no, sitcom no. of all time. Can't do it. The greatest. It's so corny. It is number one. I, if you say Friends is better than Seinfeld, I'm not gonna I mean, say fake. that. I'm not. I'm not. You know. You know what I want to. You know what I want to send you right now through like the airwaves is the Jerry Seinfeld gift that says, "No, I don't see it happening." <laughs> Listen, I will say Jerry is not a great character, which is probably important yeah. if he's right. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> However, the, literally, literally so the show is based on his life and comedy. Just the premise of the show. You have um, Kramer. Kramer, George Costanza, but who's George the writer behind I, who is, it that does Curb Your Enthusiasm? I want to punch him oh, in the face Davis? Larry Davis. so hard. Who? Phenomenal. George Costanza. I want to punch him in the noggin Jason so Alexander? hard. He's the worst. He's the, He's uh, the worst. One of the best characters. What a characters. whiny piece of garbage. I, I gotta, one of the I gotta, best characters. Every show's got to have it, though. Oh, I, I got to jump, jump in here. I haven't seen a ton of Seinfeld episodes. Oh, I can't do it. But every Seinfeld episode I've seen is a hundred thousand times better than Friends. No. Oh, so no. Oh, stop that's, it. No. Friends, stop it. Friends Friend- is probably the least funny show I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. That's supposed that's, to be funny. No. Listen, yes. I'm not it's trying not to get funny. up on a high, I'm not trying it's to get like, up on a Friends high horse here. I'm not because I'm not going to defend it that strongly. Are we having a, uh, a controversial argument right. on this show that doesn't involve me? <laughs> <Right>. Please, <laughs> please do it. Point. So here's the thing. Again, I'm not trying to say Friends is a great show because I don't think it is. It is. It's like the How I Met Your Mother of the '90s. It's just. I don't think it, that's it, a funny show it, either. I, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. How I Met How I Met Your Mother was funny. The the, the ending of the show right. was horrific. It's, it's just kind of like it fills airwaves. Robin Sparkles is funny. Whatever. I just Ted Mosby. Seinfeld is. I just, am Ted Mosby. By the way, Never I feel mind. like a lot of people think they're Ted Mosby. Yeah. You know what? I am. There we bold. go. I don't know. At any rate. We don't need to go too in depth. Yeah, you didn't think Seinfeld was going to be this controversial, did you? Yeah, no, no idea. I, I mean, Seinfeld is always I, controversial. I, I, I always think back to so two of my really good friends from when I was living in New Hampshire, um, Abby and Christine. Shout out, ladies, if you're listening. They would always blame me not liking Seinfeld on like me being a Midwesterner. Though they both either are from or spent serious time in New York City, and I think that's why they thought the show resonated with them. But I know a lot of people out here who love it, and I just, for whatever reason, I can't get on board. It just most of those people I just find insufferable. They're just so they're the worst, and it, I don't enjoy it. I'm just yeah. like, shut up, get off. To be TV. honest, I, I I don't think it's like great. Like it's not the type of humor I like, but I think it's one of the better sitcoms from the '90s, without a doubt. Like there's no doubt. I would like, take Frasier over Seinfeld. I haven't really seen Frasier, so I don't know. I see. I'm not a Frasier guy at all. I won't tolerate Neither that. Am I, but I would take on. it over Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I not tolerate that statement. Uh, so I, I, I'll say this: there are. There, <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> Frasier. There are. There are absolutely, without a doubt, I'll, and I'll steal Jordan's frame. Uh, frame. Frame. Phrase. It is. They are objectively iconic. Okay. That's two but of Jordan's. But that doesn't phrases. mean good. I say both of those words a lot. I, There's a lot of iconic stuff that's bad. 
I will say, I, well, true. <laughs> that's very true. I mean, we're we're. A, I'm sorry, I'm just slandering. His we're we're right a Cle- we're a Cleveland <laughs> podcast that talks about Cleveland sports. There are a lot of things that are iconically <laughs> iconically bad. True. Um, but yeah, you, you had one more, right? I'm sorry. I yeah, totally yeah, so, I so, so if that was number two, what's number one? Uh-oh. Please tell me. Please tell me it's where I think Frazier. you're going. No. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me. No, nobody's going to guess. Damn files Are you afraid of the dark? Ooh. Okay. I would not have gotten I, that. I thought you were going King of Queens. I thought about it, but that was kind of late 90s. It was. It's just as much in the 2000s as it's 90s. Yeah. But King of Queens. So I thought I was uh, cheating. Again, if I did that. a Jordan phrase. King of Queens, objectively fantastic. Mm-hmm. But are you afraid of the dark? So I grew up on the Goosebump books, watching yep. Goosebumps. I like the VHS tapes. And then Jen, my sister. Uh, shout out. Shout out. She's like, have you she ever have you ever heard of this show? <laughs> you all listen. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Definitely not. Uh, How she dare wants she? this table. Hilarious. Right. How dare uh, she? She can come get it. She um, How table. dare she? She is like, she is like firmly related to half of this podcast. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly <laughs> um, yeah, she said it was one day. I was like in third or fourth grade. She said, "Have you ever heard of the show? Are you afraid of the dark?" I said, "No," and I was sick. Uh, I stayed home that day, mm-hmm. and I had a laptop. And she's like, "It's on YouTube if you want to watch it." So I watched maybe about thirty episodes on YouTube that that day when I was sick, oh and gosh. I was hooked. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I forgot when you were in fourth grade, YouTube existed. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it was YouTube before it was YouTube. Yeah. It was yeah. the one it was the one where you had to pick like two eighty PP or, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, five forty. Yeah, yeah. There was no ads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, right? Oh man. gosh, take me back. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd, OG, I'd watch dude. I'd watch pixelated videos to not have to suffer through the five second skip ads. Uh-huh. I hate those things. I'm the worst. But anyway. So there you right, go. Ryan, my go my ahead. list uh Starts off similar to Jordan. I, I took a little bit more of like a educational approach to a lot of Ooh. shows that I watched as a kid. First, for sentimental reasons, was Barney, my brother. Okay. And I. So I've, oh. got, I've got a younger Ooh, brother. Barney. Barney trans. I don't know the exact years for all these shows, but for me, that's always one with for nostalgia. Like my brother and I would always watch. Yeah. I've got a brother. He's about three and a half, four years younger than me. And that was something that we would I watched a bunch, and then he would watch a bunch. And shout out to my time, brother Mike. Barney is like his favorite thing ever. Right. As I was like phasing out of it, he was still in it, so I would just kind of like yeah. to hang out with him. To, yeah. This is before like brothers when we were still cute and little. Before we like had that hate each other phase. Yeah. So Barney was my number five. Oh, Barney, my, uh, BJ, and Baby Bob. There we go. Oh, number four was you. Wishbone. Yes. I love. Never even heard of it. Love Wishbone. What All of your ones that? were. Oh my god! They had, so there was, was this little. Dog. I need to. Have, I need to have a conversation with your parents. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because <laughs> Wishbone is about as educational as you could get. Yeah, so he's, the Rumpelstiltskin episode of of Wishbone is like the greatest twenty minutes of television in hi- oh, oh in history. Goodness. Bold. I tell you what, it's definitely Watch better it. than any minute of science. They dress up. Uh, they dress um, up a Jack Russell Terrier as freaking Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, it okay. is magnificent. Yeah. It is. It's oh, iconic. Right. So it's pretty much. It's this dog ends up being inserted into just a bunch of classic literature, and it's oh. awesome. It is okay. just. It's great educational TV for kids. Uh, on that note, number three, Reading Rainbow. Yes. Love. Yes. Love. How did I forget to put Reading Rainbow in my list? Oh, what's the guy's name from Reading Rainbow? Oh, Lavar Burton. There, there you go, Lavar yep. Burton. How did I forget Reading? Rainbow? Wasn't he the blind guy in Star Trek? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Damn it! How did I forget to put that in my list? Because you did. I watched that like all the time. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Oh, I think we all did. Yeah. I uh, yeah. You're not a functioning adult if you didn't watch Reading yeah. Rainbow yeah, to some yeah. extent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, 
Bill Nye the Science Guy. Okay. 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 All right. I, I yeah, was a, a gigantic okay. science dork. Love all things math and science. Yeah. I was all the way into. Makes Bill sense Nye. too, because he's a leftist psychopath. It is. So it is oh are. my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if by leftist psychopath you mean <laughs> like science, he doesn't want the Earth to burst into flames. Then sure, he's a leftist psychopath. Uh, <laughs> next sorry. up. Power Rangers. Yes. Oh, that's Dude, another one I, I forgot about. Power Rangers about. movie. The Yo, one with yeah. Ivan Ooze. The one, that was the only. That's the only one worth that, watching. That's the only one. That's the only worth. I that, had that's the as only a kid one, uh, worth mentioning. I got the purple slime that they marketed yes. at like the, the ooze from Ivan Ooze's. Have you uh, seen that one? The movie. I've seen the show. We had. Oh, that. you got to see the movie. Oh no, the movie nice. with the Ivan one Ooze. that came out a few years ago. No, 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 no. this oh, is the nineties. Okay, okay. No, this was. I may have. I said TV shows, but I would have accepted if you would have said just that movie. movie. Yeah, I yeah, I mean the I like the original. And the thing with Power Rangers is they've got like eight million knockoffs. They've got like the 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 ninja one, and they've got the space one, and they've got the they've got they probably have Power Rangers going on right now. For all I know, I will only accept Power Rangers if it has it. He can be white or green. But it has to have Tommy. Tommy's got to be. Out. I love the green one because that was yeah. my favorite color. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just love that he played that flute through his mask, and and it, like we all bought it. I just, <laughs> just he he had his knife flute that Dude, he when, could use to summon his. When in the know. movie when they find like the the nature zords, <laughs> yeah. like oh my god, is there not a more iconic nineties moment that than that? Great. You have yeah. to watch that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I honestly may have seen it because I love the show. I feel like my list is going to be anticlimactic now. You guys actually, oh. I'm I'm impressed with your guys' list. Right. Yeah, we went Thanks deep. for stepping up. For, for, the, for the record, I wanted Boy Meets, Boy Meets World on mine because I think that is, again, just great oh, yeah. 90s television. But I, for the sake of being different, I, I left it off. Phoenix. I freaking love that show. All right, here we go. Here's mine. Um, not a lot that the I have one repeating one from uh, your guys' list. Um, so five for me. Family matters. Never saw it. Never saw it. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> if you if you guys heard that, uh, Jimmy's seen it, so thank God. Uh, number four. Do 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 you have it? Guts. Oh right. wow. Guts. I haven't thought, yeah. never seen it. The aggro crag. Yes. Oh. It's a, uh, it's like a, um, uh, it's like a kid's version of American Gladiators. Yep. Oh, yep. it's like that. a, uh, they had, and they had this, this obstacle course at the end where you had to, cr- when you had to climb this like uh indoor mountain that was called the aggro crag. And if you won, you got a piece of the crag as your trophy. And it like, it was like light up and, and all this stuff. That's so oh, cool. I haven't was, thought of that show in I forever. I love that. And that's, probably, that's the best. Do, 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 do you have it? Guts. I would probably like that. Oh, it's, it was yeah. awesome. Uh, number four, no, that was number four. Number three for me is Home Improvement. Mm. Oh, Ooh. my family loved that show. Oh, for some I would reason. watch Home Improvement. Yeah, I would watch yeah. Home Improvement marathons with my dad. Tim, what was up. Tim the Tool Guy? Tim the Tool yeah, Man yeah. Taylor, Al Borland. <laughs> yes, uh, he had the yep. three boys, which which was like which was like hitting home for us because my dad had you know we have three boys in our family, so it was kind of like that. Um, so I would oh, that was my dad's favorite show growing up that my, we that we my that we'd be able to watch oddly one. enough like that show and we would watch that. Well, I mean, it, it, so Tim Tim Allen very his, family friendly. For he's the most family part. friendly and a lot of his comedy, especially now that he's older, is very like right leaning comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's more like um, traditional. And even even back then it yeah, was. Yeah. But um, um, I loved Home Improvement. Oh, for uh, sure. Number two for me, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You clowns for not watching it. I've seen episodes. I've just never seen like tons of them. 
Yeah, again, I've seen individual yeah. parts. I've seen this, I the, the iconic it. scene where oh, why don't why didn't he want me, man? I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that scene five hundred times, and I still tear up every yeah. single time. I respect the it. way I that respect the like the culture aspect of it. Like yeah. I, lo- I, it, I have no and I have nothing against it. I just the way really that he acts, and I think he I think he draws from his own personal because a lot of the show is based off of Will Smith, and uh, like he draws from his own personal experience, like with his dad and. And stuff like that. When that iconic scene that you're talking about, where he's just, you know, yells to hell with him, and like then, you know, he talks about how he's going to be better and better and better than his dad, and how he's mad at his dad. But then he he goes on and he says, "How come he doesn't want me?" Like then he just gets sad because his his own dad doesn't like want to be a part of his life. Yeah, like that. And that's just one scene of the whole show. But the show is fantastic. The iconic Carlton dance that. Like oh, I said, with like I said, with Back to the Future is a Jeffrey. pop culture phenomenon. Jeffrey, um, how about jazz? <laughs> Will Smith's friend, jazz. <clears throat> and then number one, I don't need to go really go into it, but it's Boy Meets World. There you I go. mean, to me, there's no comparison. It's it's I I you know it's the it's to me it's the best TV show in the '90s. It is. I think for me, I kind of grew up in the same time frame as those kids when the show was going on, so. Um, it hits with me more like, you know, when they get to their junior high years, it's like a lot of that stuff is the way that junior high was for me. And like when they get to high school, it's the same way. And like when they get to college and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that, that's number one for me. So talk about, uh, Jordan mentioned having a crush on, wow. What's her face in the one show Topanga. to, well, Topanga for sure. But then when they go to college, what's, um, the redhead's name? Oh, I forget her name. Fun. Rachel. Fact- Yes. Yeah, I know where you're going with that fun, fun fact. Fun fact about her. Uh, her are we sure that's fun? I, it's it's something, all right. Uh, her, the actress uh, now is still an actress. Yes, but, but of in, a different variety. In films of Wait, a particular So have you ever watched X-rated Boy Meets nature. World? You ever watched Boy Meets World? <laughs> oh, I've heard about this. I, yeah. 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 Rachel, the red, the tall redhead. She's Really? Definitely. Yeah. She's a porn star. A different kind of okay. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a career turn. Hold on. Imagine. Here, I got this for you. (laughs) That's like you go from being a very famous regular TV star, probably for the time. Well, think about how, okay, how like wholesome Disney is in 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 what that show was. Again, if you asked anybody listening to this, Boy Meets World is probably on their list of shows. Again, iconic somewhere on or near their list. And uh, now, now she. Hey now. Does that. Hey so, now. There's a fun fact for you. Hey now. That's so weird. Wow. Hey. <laughs> uh, so there's our top five for the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a good top five. That was a good. <laughs> you just running through the entire board right now. Pretty much. Okay. Guess what? He missed it. <laughs> all right anyway uh so we went i i mean it was a great conversation i really liked all we went super long on all, all those topics <laughs> all of this all of it um so we are going to talk a little bit about sports but it's going to be a little bit of, of an abbreviated version um what we what i do want to mention uh right off the bat is uh the indians won tonight uh jose ramirez the walk-off home run to send the indians into the playoffs um so shout out to Jose. Uh, home run the pitch. goat yeah um so the indians are in the playoffs i don't know what that means because we're in the truncated 60 game uh expanded playoff seating season so i know the last two weeks we haven't really talked much indians because they weren't winning a lot uh but 
we've taken the first two from the White Sox in this series, and uh, I know right now we're slated to play the White Sox uh, in the playoffs. And to be honest with you, the White Sox are really good this year. They're really good because they're just mashing the ball, and I like our pitching to go up against them and neutralize them. Uh, I, I look at it pretty similarly to last year with the Twins where the Twins were just mashing home runs at a, at a record-setting clip, and then they got swept by the Yankees in the playoffs. They couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. So pitching still rules in baseball. So if you can get into the playoffs and your pitchers are hot and you have a good bullpen going, um, I'm not saying the Indians have a chance to win the World Series, but uh, I actually like the matchup with the White Sox. I actually hope more so than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, ever since they shut us out, I know this was like five years ago, but ever since they shut us out in that wild card game here, I'm like deathly afraid to play them in the playoffs. I don't know why, but I am. I get it. They're an oddly good team this year too. Yeah, they're they very really good. are. It's very strange. They're going to you wouldn't have seen it coming. Yeah. yeah, who would have predicted that Aren't, going? Yeah, they're above the Yankees, right? Yeah. And yeah. with and with the Yankees, Garrett Cole got hurt. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. I think he's out for the rest of the year. He wasn't playing well either before that. Yeah, yeah um, something's been wrong with him. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's cuz he had to cut his hair. The, yeah, there <laughs> it is. Oh, uh, and his beard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the White Sox can hit. We know this. Jose Abreu is scary. Tim Anderson's been playing really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you see him uh, absolutely clobber a home run off of Bauer when they were down in Cincinnati <laughs> last uh, couple of days ago? Jordan loves that. I know, yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, I did. That was pretty cool, though, because Bauer actually – Bauer's really – with his social media, again, love him or hate him, he's not afraid to get into it. And he actually went on his – apparently Tim Anderson during that, that game after he hit that home run, he said, yeah, put that on your YouTube channel or whatever. Yeah. And so Bauer actually did, and he went – he, like, broke it down, like, what he did – like what. Anderson did well and like where Bauer yeah. himself went wrong. I thought it was pretty clever. Yeah, I thought um, I mean like like people like these hitters are like, "Oh my god, I hit a home run off you." Like you should feel like really bad like it, it a happens. home run is yeah. like it happens. Like, it, like to you're not going to you're not going to keep everybody from hitting a home run. Yeah. Like, even the be- yeah, the best pitcher like Shane Bieber's given up home, uh, home runs this year. Like right. he's without a doubt far and away the best pitcher in baseball this year. How and crazy he's given is up home it? Runs. The Indians, I I feel confident in saying this. We have the AL Cy Young pitcher yep. on our in our rotation and we arguably have the AL MVP in Jose Ramirez. He can I, even throw Bieber in the MVP mix I mean, too. You, you certainly can. Bieber I, is the is the AL leader in wins, strikeouts, uh, ERA and um, oh, what's the last one? Oh, is it, shoot, is it WHIP? It might be WHIP, but like essentially the top four like baseball like stats that you Metrics, look at when you're yeah. looking for like Cy Young. I, I just don't like the idea of giving a two pitcher because he only pitches once oh, every sure. four or five games or four or five. Right, games. and especially like th- like he he's he he's had like eleven starts right this year. But regardless, still playing at an elite level, yeah. still spectacular. Oh, he's going to win the Cy Young. He's in the conversation for sure. Uh, if if there's a such thing as uh, unanimous Cy Young, he's probably going to get it. Like he literally is leading the AL in every single statistical category for a pitcher. And it really is possible that former Indian Trevor Bauer is in the mix in the NL. I don't think yeah. he's going to get it, but he's going to be at least top three, yeah, top four maybe. Uh, and Jose Ramirez is is likely going to be a top two or three. Candidate for MVP. And it's going to be him or the two guys from the White Sox, probably. Right. Abreu or Tim Anderson. They're who are mashing the ball, admittedly. But, you know, maybe a couple games against us not hitting as well. Although Jose Abreu did hit a home run tonight. But Jose's, our Jose Ramirez has hit 
six or seven home runs in the past couple games. Yeah. In, in almost as many days. He's and got not, like 17 not, home runs right not, now. Not to mention a walk-off home run to clinch yeah. a playoff run. I mean, that's a huge moment. Like, that's for as slow as he may have started and as many complaints as you may have had, he has been on a blistering clip lately. So I am I am all yeah. the way about. If, I mean, if you extrapolate, like, like, the 17 home runs that he has this year and do it, like, over what 162 games would be, he's hitting over 40 home runs. Yeah. Having a great year, yeah. So that'll be exciting to see. I don't know. It'll be it'll be fun to watch it play out. I I'm with you. I think that we match up well against the White Sox. I also I think want, that ba- I want the White Sox. Bring ba- me the White Sox. Baseball will also appreciate it because I think it's going to be a great duel. I think it's going to be yeah. our pitching versus their hitting. Yeah, and who's going to get the I best think, of who? Uh, to all your to all my Italians li- listening out there, the White Sox are fugazi. <laughs> okay. They fake. <laughs> so. All right, that's our baseball, I guess, couple minutes. I was going to say baseball minute, but uh, the Indians won. Uh, they won today on a walk-off Jose uh, home run. Jose Jose Ramirez. And, you know, uh, bro. That's right. You know, home run pitch. And uh, they are on to the playoffs now. So uh, let's, uh, let's move along here. And we talked about and reacted to the Browns' victory on Friday on the LTL Deerfield Gridiron postgame show. And uh, so we're not going to talk about – we're not going to look back. We're going to move forward a little bit. And this week, the Browns welcome into town the football team. That's actually what they're called. It is that this is, year. That is literally what it they is are. this year they are, yeah. I'm excited. How are we feeling about it? I feel good about this game. I feel good about this. Who's is, their quarterback? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, Haskins former Haskins. Buckeye. Yeah. There's Buck, notable Buckeyes Here, on both sides of the ball. Oh, Chase, you also, Chase, also Chase Young's got, coming back too. Chase yeah. Young, they have Chase, Chase Young. Young. Yeah, they yeah. Have, yeah. How's he been playing? He's well, a monster. yeah, he's he's an he's animal. Very good. Yeah. I tell you what, though, he's like their version of Miles Garrett. Yeah, I figured he's he's going to be a stud, and he's probably going to hit Baker. But I tell you, Jedrick Wills, if if he's lining up over Wills, is going to be able. Did to you ha- see some of those videos? Yes, I know exactly what clip Dude, you're that talking vertical about. Vertical drop that he had on that one rush was insane. Jed Wills has been balling. He's yeah. been absolutely balling. He's our he's the Browns' first round pick. Oh, our left left, left, left tackle. tackle. Okay. He played right tackle at Alabama, uh, you know, protecting to his blind side, so yeah. to a left-handed yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So he, he did that on he's, purpose. He's used to being a blind side mm-hmm. uh, tackle, but in college was right side. Here in the NFL in, in Cleveland, he's playing on the left side. He's been balling out. I'm really excited for this game because I think that I saw some number where the football team. Their offensive line. I almost messed that up. I Which football said, team? Right, Washington. Their offensive line is one of the worst. Yeah, and our defensive line is just going to go absolutely bananas. It was like a thirty-five percent pressure rate. Yeah, it's like wow. second worst or third worst in the NFL or something like that. It's Miles Garrett. I, everyone's hopping on Miles Garrett because he's not having like major major sack totals, yeah. but his pressures have been off yeah. the charts. He's he's easily he's a top two or three graded defensive lineman in the game right now. The Browns' defense stinks, but if there's one shining. I, if there's one shining, I mean, come on, we gave up more than thirty points in both games. I, but I, I think that's easily fixable. I don't. No, I, th- I, I do. Th- yeah, I agree. But what I was gonna say is, it's not because of our D line play, and it's not because of some of our corner, both corners, right? Um, it's what you great. said before the season started. It's our linebackers and our safety. It's safeties. the middle of the field. And yeah. on that note, looking like we're gonna get Mac Wilson back. Oh, hopefully, spectacular. I hope that pans out. He yep. practiced this week. Greedy potentially coming back also practiced. Yep. And Kevin Johnson also practiced this yep. week. So we're going to get potentially three defensive starters back. Yep. That is never a bad thing. 
Yep. And and not I to th- mention the guy the guy that's filled in for Greedy and Kevin Johnson, uh, Terrence Mitchell has been fantastic. Absolutely. And so Greedy Williams is coming back, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to start. Yeah. Oh, he probably won't start. He'll probably he might get a couple snaps. Yeah. Rotate him. I'm hoping for an expanded role for Ronnie Harrison as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gotten a couple more weeks under his belt. He's he, a hitter. Yeah, he boy. I tell you what, and I will be very excited when Sandeo goes back to being a a, a secondary, uh, a bench player. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not high on. Again, you said this on the post game episode. It's never great when our uh, a safety is leading the team in tackles. That means the the offense is absolutely eating your lunch. Yeah. So. I'm, I guess I'm excited for this because I think our defensive line is going to get crazy pressure and it's going to suck to see uh, Haskins on his back because I like rooting for the guy, but he's playing Cleveland this week, so he's got he's going to have to deal with it. I think that it's going to be similar to the Bengals game. We're not going to blow them out because I think that Haskins is going to still be able to find a way to throw over the middle of the field. I just don't think it will be as pronounced, and I think that we're going to be able to score enough against that defense of theirs because their their defense is not terrible. I mean, they ended up sneaking on a win against Philly week one, but I think Philly is so far they're proving to be not a great team. They stink. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You'll say it. I'm I'll not. I'm it. not hopping off them just yet, but they're not playing well so far, that's for sure. So, yeah, I think that this is going to be another one of those games where – It'll be uh, closer than we'd like it to be because our Browns defense are, still has some issues, but it's. I still see us winning this game. I like the way we match up. Yeah, the Browns are a six-point favorite, uh, similar to the Bengals game. Um, do you do you think we cover the spread, the six? No. We got backdoor covered uh, last week. Yeah, I, with, I uh, think it'll happen again. I think we'll win by four or five. Yeah. But it'll be like a last-minute situation. Yeah, I – Man, I want to start being confident about the Browns. I'm just if, – if they come out and win today – if or not today. If they win this week, do you know who the Browns play next week after this week, Jordan? Uh, is it the team that uh, the Texans play this week? No. Oh. It's the team that you despise and one of our frequent guests loves. Oh, the Cowbutts. Ooh. <laughs> hey, now. Safe foreshadow. Yeah. <laughs> This is foreshadowing. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I, I, had a, I had a text prepared yeah, sure. to shoot over to Hannah, and and I was blown away at the end of that game. It's the Falcons. If one team's going to blow a lead like that, it's going to be the Falcons. What a strange like. It's so strange how like it's almost in their heads or something. Like it's like in the air when you become a Falcon. Is it in the air tonight? Oh. All right, anyway, uh, before we get out of here, and we're going to end the episode here in uh, a few minutes, um, I want to uh, uh, acknowledge how stupid and ridiculous I think the NFL is for fining these NFL I coaches that. $100,000 for this mask That's rule. ridiculous. It's all PR. Like, you're, you're letting the players play without masks, obviously. Right, but they're the sitting coaches, on the bench. They're sitting on the, the bench. They're not wearing masks. coaches have to Here's wear the God, I, Here's the thing. God, I'm so frustrated. Here's the thing. I'm not I'm not saying I don't believe in the virus. I'm saying if you go to the grocery store and you don't know that somebody has it, that's the purpose of the mask right. is to wear right. it because you don't know if the people around you have it. You and, don't know if you and have you don't it. know if you have it because you don't want to spread it. In the NFL and in all the other bubbles, hmm, it's actually quite interesting how, you know, uh everybody's freaking out about the sports restart, yeah. but yeah. has there been any issues? Really. No, the only Some. issue the only issue was in the NFL when they thought they had a bunch of tests, but it turns out 
whatever lab they were using completely screwed up. <laughs> there has been a little bit of issue in baseball, but they've able to mitigate it and they've they've worked through it. College football is the only exception that I would say, but there's it is. different there's situations like there because college students and more players. That's and, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> right. There's and so many more people. And and again, they've got classes. It's and tougher. Campuses. It's it's tougher to bubble up in. Hundred percent. You know, when, when you're in the NFL and all you have to think about is football, you just you go home. You stay at home with your family, and then you come to the facility. But the fact that they're finding these coaches a hundred thousand dollars, sizable amount of money. This team's a quarter of a million well, dollars. Fill, this is the then, thing. Yeah, this is the thing. You, the, the, all of these players, all of these personnel, you're not allowed into the stadium unless you test negative for the virus. Right. So what's the point of wearing a mask when you know you can't spread something? You right. can't spread it. It's you don't have. You can't spread something you don't have. If that, if there's, so why the, does the? I know it's all. NFL I know the answer always, to the question I'm asking. Right. So it's like rhetorical. Why the hell does the NFL care so much about whether if if a coach is excited and he pulls his mask down, and he gets caught on TV? Yeah. Like I get it because there are these people out here who still think Freak that out about everything. Yeah, like oh my god, he's not wearing a mask. Well, oh my god, he doesn't live like you and right. you know, it he these these coaches get tested literally every day. Right. There are some people, myself included, who have never been tested for the virus. I could have had it. I'm sure I probably did. I think I had it in December. But like for these people that are tested every single day and they're put into a stadium where every single other person who is within an earshot distance from them have also been tested and don't have the virus. Why do we care if they're wearing a mask? Why? And again, this is a rhetorical question because I know the answer because the NFL is trying to PR their way through this. But I had to get that off my chest because I hate it and it's driving me crazy. It's taking no, away from I, the game. I, I, I all, agree. Like that, all that's the, an ex- that's a ridiculous amount of money that they're just throwing away for no reason. Right. It's like it's ridiculous. Like why? I don't. I don't know. I, and so so now you have coaches that are sitting there trying to coach a, a, a damn football game and they're worried about oh my god is my mask up oh, I don't want to get fined like stupid stupid like let them coach if you want them to wear the masks wear the make the players wear the mask too and don't test them yeah yeah mask makes no sense if you're also I, testing I, them I, I and agree. nobody has it yeah I mean there's nothing you can do unfortunately right now everyone's all weird right now. I mean, I get it. Like I said, yeah. it's all rhetorical. I know the reasons why they're yeah. doing it. I just hate it because I think it's stupid. Well, it's weird because like the NBA doesn't force people right. to wear masks. I right. know they're in a bubble, but I know. But the NFL is the closest thing to a bubble. Right. It is what it is. I mean, I just hope they don't force people to pay people. Like that's more like, money like, than I think most of us make in a oh, year. Yeah. Like, but this. I mean, like like people <laughs> in the crowd, sure. Yeah. Mandate them to wear a mask yeah. because you, you don't have a control yeah. over that. But right. here's the thing is they're not close enough to the players and the coaches on the field to where they could pass it to them. Like it's socially distanced enough. Like I'm talking about the people who are on the field who have already been tested and cleared. Why are we doing this? It's just it's a yeah. distraction. It's an yeah. unnecessary distraction. But I get it. At the end of the day, it's exactly what you said. It's all for PR. It's appearance. Right. They just want to be like, oh, we're taking it seriously. Right. Like, hey, look, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I would not put it past uh, them to put it out in public. Like, hey, we're finding this coach, this coach, this coach, and then just not collect on the fines because, hey, we're just going to put it out there like we're finding <laughs> you. But don't worry about it. Just keep your money. But so anyway, I had to get that off my chest. So uh, that's going to do it. Uh, we're going to skip shout outs this week because uh, we wanted to keep our episode a little bit short um, this week because we're actually recording later at night. So uh, we want to get out of here. So, 
But we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for checking in. You can follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. And uh, be on the lookout for a post-game show this Sunday after the Browns hopefully take down the football team. (laughs) So for Ryan, Jordan, and Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. This is episode 127. And we will see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Bye.